Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode. And we decided, yes, we decided to jump on again. Buy one, get one free. (laughs) So here we are, buy one, get one free. This is another Nancy and Scott episode. Obviously, as you heard from uh, last week's episode, we talked about three important things that you need to understand uh, about why you need to spend more time on LinkedIn. Obviously, uh, understanding your target market, understanding the analytics and demographics of that target market, but understanding also the difference between lead gen um, and client acquisition, which we really hope you enjoyed that dual episode. Uh, and as also as a reminder, we're about a month away. Um, our five-day LinkedIn intensive is coming up. It's called the five-day amateur to expert LinkedIn intensive. Uh, we're going to teach you all the things about how to optimize your profile, build your network, message properly, book sales calls, close sales, create content. And we're also going to teach you a little bit about chat GPT. If you are stuck on what you maybe should be talking about on LinkedIn, you're running out of poll questions, you're not sure what articles you should write or topics, uh, we're actually going to do that in our bonus day, uh, which is on day six, which is Saturday. And don't forget, these sessions are live and recorded, and you can watch the replays until the following Sunday, so you have plenty of time to binge. And as always, if you go to the description of our episodes, whether you're listening on Nancy's or my podcast, you can register right there to get the private Zoom link and your free workbook that comes along with this. So we wanted to talk about three things that uh, almost like we have to get the get it off of our chest, right? These are, <laughs> I don't want to say these are triggers for myself and Nancy, but they're kind of reoccurring themes that that bother us in the sense that we we see what's going on behind the scenes, but we also see uh, what's going on in the world of marketing online and what people are falling for um, from a, I would say not a scam aspect, but there are some things that that we wanted to get off of our chests that uh, have been really almost plaguing our 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 minds because we just don't understand, you know, why certain things are being positioned certain ways, but also debunking some fears that people have around what's going on in the in the world uh, of marketing. But also understanding that, you know, people are complaining a lot that they're not getting the results that they want. They're blaming coaches, they're blaming programs, they're blaming everyone, uh, but the most important person in that equation, which is the one that looks back at them in the mirror each day. So we wanted to talk about these three things. And the first one is, uh, I would say this is more of a a marketing trigger for myself and Nancy. And I know probably a, a bunch of you have seen this on social media or on whatever you're seeing. It's the whole quote unquote, six figures in 60 days aspect, meaning, oh, you take this course uh, and in um, in 60 days, you're gonna have a six figure online business. So Nance, let's, let's dive right into that. You know, it's a trigger for me. I know it's a trigger for you. Uh, wh- what is your big problem with this notion of making six figures in six hours or six days or six weeks? 
Yeah. I mean, it's just such a marketing tactic and it's hilarious because <laughs> guys, we see behind the scenes of, you know, and in fact, I worked behind the scenes for a lot of different coaches and it's really funny um, what you actually see and what programs produce and things like that. And, you know, if someone's promising you uh, obviously something like this, where it's taking something that you want uh, and making it the shortest turnaround time, like, you know, right, we want it now, we want it instant, we want it quick. Uh, you know, we lack that patience. And, you know, again, it's a marketing tactic. And so um, it's just, it's, it's funny to me because, you know, we even scrolled down and there was a coach that said, what was it? It was like six figures in six months. And then we clicked on the sales page. We we're like, all right, let's see what this one looks like. And they made a mistake and it actually, instead of six uh, figures in six months, it was like six figures in like a year. <laughs> but e like, even even that in itself, I, I yeah. mean, people need to under, and just to like, I'm a big math person. I'm, Nancy knows I, I love numbers. So what people need to understand is to make $100,000 a year, your business needs to be bringing in $8,300 a month. $8,300 a month equates to $100,000. So if you're starting from ground zero, right? You're, you, you have to build all the foundations. You have to even create a course. You have to ramp up to $8,300. And if that takes you six months to get to that $8,300 a month mark, now you have six months to make up for the previous five months that you didn't make $8,300. So then you're looking at making having to make 11, 12, 13, $14,000 a month. But anyone can build up to that, absolutely. But the other thing is, can you sustain it? Is there sustainability and scalability with those things? And if if there's certain things that are not in place, and as Nancy and I always talk about, if you're patchwork quilting the process, yeah, it's going to fall apart. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, you know, of course we want things quick, but, you know, there are phases. I always talk about it, phases of entrepreneurship, phases with any startup, phases with any business. You know, we were, in fact, doing a training, we were talking about Amazon the other day. You know, Amazon started out focusing on books. You know, they sold books. Uh, so if you guys remember that, so even Amazon had to start somewhere within a specific niche and what it is that they did, you know, Starbucks, in fact, I was doing a brand research and, you know, talked about how, you know, a company that is really well known now had to start from somewhere, you know, they weren't like huge overnight, <laughs> they had to build that business uh, and it took time and they were small and, you know, eventually got big. So, you know, it's a natural thing that occurs. And, you know, to Scott's point is you want to build something that has the right foundations uh, and that's sustainable. And, you know, that brings us to, right, our second thing that we obviously have been seeing. And, um, you know, it's kind of like obviously something that we want to bring to light is most entrepreneurs and most coaches, especially uh, when creating and starting their business, all of them in that first phase really struggle with a couple things, right? One is uh, the learning curve. Right. So a lot of us get all this knowledge, right, turned on and dumped in our face. And it's that learning curve and that feeling of un being uncomfortable and having to learn all these things. Right. A lot of people either, you know, fight it and they're like, no, I don't want to learn that. So I want to pay money to have somebody else do it. And then that kind of gets them in a bad place because they're not bringing in any money. Um, and then also it's that lack of focus. Right. You know, it's that shiny object syndrome. It's that, uh, oh my gosh, I have a million ideas and I'm so special because I have all these wonderful guys. Like, 
you're an entrepreneur. You're already special, right? You know, we're special people. We're as humans, we're creatives, but, you know, entrepreneurs are those out of the box, you know, color outside of the lines people. So yes, we do have amazing brains. Yes. You know, a lot of us have the ability to come up with tons of different ideas. I mean, literally I could sit in a room and probably come up with a thousand different business ideas in the span of, you know, less than an hour. But the thing is, is we have got to focus, Right. So I see right now such a lack of focus. I see such a lack of focus in coaches putting themselves out there. Right. You know, our number one goal to really get our audience built and to create an audience that really resonates and wants what it is that you have, you've got to build the know, like, and trust. And do you think that you're building an audience that trusts you when you're shifting your message every five seconds, when you're trying to pitch this and then, oh, you want to start a t-shirt company now, and then you want to do this, and then you want to do that, and then you want to coach for this, and you want to coach that. It confuses the heck out of people and it confuses the heck out of yourself. So, you know, I want you guys to think about it. And just listening to this podcast, the people who are successful, the people who are able to get out of this craziness, this chaos, this lack of focus are the people who are able to close the door. (laughs) They're able to sit down and they're able to focus on what it is they set out to do, right? If you know that you have a business that provides value and you solve problems for people and you know exactly who those people are, you can make money. In fact, you will make money, right? If you put yourself out there and you're able to communicate that confidently. But if you are not focused and you are all over the place and you refuse to accept the fact that, you know, you just want to be this multi-passionate entrepreneur, I'm sorry. Like that stuff comes later. You get to earn that later, you know, the different businesses and things like that. Um, You get to earn that after you start really putting the wheels on the bus and driving this business forward so that you're actually making money there and obviously showing up in a way that's not confusing for your audience. Focus has been something that I think everyone has struggled with in certain aspects of their business journey. Uh, I know you and I struggle with that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I also think everyone goes through that um, throwing spaghetti at the wall phase as well, where you're just, you just want something to stick and you know, Again, we're not here to tell you that you can't make six figures in six months. And and again, the people that do, um, just you know, not to get you know, go on a tangent, but the people that do, are the ones that a have a solid foundational network already built out, meaning they have established credibility, they have a sizable email list, they have a great social media presence, they have offerings already created. Um, and they're actually a known expert in that space. Those people can absolutely throw gasoline on the fire and create six figures in six months if they wanted to, or six weeks or however it is. Do you know know where those people live? In the Valley of Focus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what we really talk about in, in the, in the aspect of, of the Valley of Focus is what we honestly feel. There are so many people listening to this podcast that should be more wildly successful than you are right now. And the reason why you may not be is because you consistently jump from lily pad to lily pad, meaning you sit on one lily pad for a couple of weeks and you try certain things and it's not working. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to jump over here and I'm going to create something new and I'm going to try to teach that. 
you're yeah. you're not giving things enough time. When Nancy and I launched our 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 first program three years ago together, yeah, we we were building it out. I mean, there was not there was nothing there. We were we were selling something that was being built as we went through it. But if we would have diverted our attention and our focus on other things, our program would not be where it is today. And we said this on one of our recent training calls with our mastermind members is that one of the big reasons why we love this program is because it is ever evolving, A, so it's always changing. There's always new trainings being added to it. But B, it is so driven on client feedback. A lot of what is offered in our program, so we have a Monday mindset Zoom with all of our members where they can jump on and Nancy and I do a mindset training. Um, we also have a book club, um, but also we we focus on the results that are derived from what we're teaching. So people tell us what they want more of, um, but also Nancy and I are always doing certain things for our business that are getting certain results. And then we're going to teach and train on that, whether it's, you know, our strategy on workshops and how to close people into high ticket programs, how to create a value proposition offering, you know, uh, even leveraging LinkedIn for your workshop that you're doing and how you can drive registrations for it. So all of those things are, are vitally, vitally important. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, like, so this whole lack of focus and, and things like that, I mean, things bubble to the surface when you work with so many people. Um, and over time, right, things start to pop up. And, you know, just like Scott said, I mean, we've had, you know, our expert authority program, which we're going to be opening the doors to fairly soon. And we only open the doors, obviously, a few times a year. Um, but one thing that we've been realizing is, you know, it's it's all the things that we always wish that we had that we had to figure out and we went through kind of <laughs> the bumps and the bruises and the you know hiring and spending way too much money on you know marketing companies and all these different things um in order to really pump out this program which takes people on the journey to ensure uh you know what they're creating is you know something that makes sense and is going to provide value and results for not only their clients but obviously our programs going to deliver, you know, those results for our clients as well. So anyway, it's this just like beautiful thing that we've been building out. But uh, whenever it comes to focus, right, you know, Scott and I always say, uh, you know, we can't want this 51% and you want it 49%. You know, for everyone out there who really wants to make this business work, uh, again, you know, if you know that you have this vetted idea, you know, you have this offering, that's amazing. You know that you're different, that you're putting yourself out there. You really want to be the expert in your space. Um, if you don't stay in that focus and actually get the bus going and you're constantly switching to the next thing, um, I call it like, it's like being stuck in the mud, right? It's that spinny tire feeling. Um, I can guarantee you, if you cannot get out of that place, you're going to be in the same place a year later, uh, and then a year later, <laughs> and then a year later. In fact, you know, I just went in there uh, and redid a training. So we had uh, an, a training, you know, all around clarity, and it was getting clear in your offer. And I told Scott, you know, there was something in there missing. Uh, there was an aspect of a really deep, like, marketing strategy that I wanted to add right to the program because. Again, I want to make sure that we are fully 
thinking through and processing what it is that we're putting out there. And so recently I added a training. So it's not just communicating your offer. It's literally taking your offer through an entire framework and a funnel that at the end of it squeezes out confidence, clarity, uh, you know, you're not just going to know you, your competitors, your offer, your audience, your channels that you're going to be focusing on. You're literally squeezing out the beautiful beginning of just really a phenomenal marketing strategy. So that's why, again, we're so passionate about this because we want to help people with this. Because when you have lack of focus, you're all over the place, you don't have that clarity. Um, it's probably one of the biggest and toughest things right in that phase one of entrepreneurship. And I promise you, it comes back to in phase two and phase three, you know, I mean, there are days where I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Or, oh my gosh, that would be a fun collaboration. And, you know, sometimes things go to, you know, knock you off the track. But my biggest recommendation would be is, again, step into that valley of focus and bust your butt and do what you need to do to actually get this business going. You know, I actually use the example of like years ago, whenever I started my residential house cleaning business, I literally, okay, so when I created that business, I knew there was a need for it, right? I, I thought in my head, I'm like, this is like shooting fish in a barrel, right? We've got tons of people in the area. A lot of people actually from New York in the area that I started. Uh, and I'm like, these people need house cleaners. There's not enough right now. And I put it out there and I expected, like, again, full transparency, I expected, you know, calls left and right. I expected everything to just come flooding in. And that's not what happened. Those first few months just to get the first client, I was busting my butt. I was out there putting flyers up at houses. You know, I was putting stuff on uh, Facebook. We were posting in groups. Uh, we were literally putting it everywhere just to get our first client. And so, you know, again, I think back to that. And if I did not have that determination, that focus um, to get that bus going, because guys, that's where it started. And then over time, that business became a six-figure-a-year business but it started from nothing, okay? So that's what it looks like for many of you. And just because maybe one thing didn't work, you know, doesn't mean that you get to scrap the entire thing. So that is number two is we got to focus, okay? We got to focus and that's huge. Um, and we just know, right? We're all up against it. So you got to train, tame that drunk monkey mind, right? That we have as humans. Um, we got to get it under control and really show up with your armor, and with your sword every day, right? Fighting and making sure that you are staying on course uh, and saying no to things that are really knocking you off course. Um, so yeah, so that jumps into our third thing that we're really, um, you know, obviously that we've seen and some things that are kind of driving us <laughs> crazy right now is, you know, there is uh, a large group of people who obviously, right? So AI is huge right now, right? Artificial intelligence. We've got tools, we've got programs, we've got ChatGPT, we've got all these things that are emerging. Uh, and there are a lot of people who, again, right, as humans, we like to be comfortable, we like to be safe, we don't like to learn too much. Um, there, but I've been hearing a lot of people refusing to learn about AI, or they don't want to even look at it. They don't want to talk about it. Um, they are just worried. Uh, they're fearful, right? That it's going to, you know, replace, take jobs, things like that, which I can't say that it's not going to. Um, but the approach that I really think that you need to think about is how can I actually use AI to my benefit? Because guys, I promise you, AI is not going away. Okay. It's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so even if, you know, you are finding yourself saying, no, I don't want to learn it. I don't want to know. I, you know, it's creepy. It scares me, whatever. 
if you don't know anything about it, you are going to leave something on the table, right? And, you know, what we found so far, I mean, Scott can attest to this too, is it literally is a tool for us. And, you know, using it as a tool to streamline and speed up processes and things like that, um, it has been amazing. Uh, in fact, I was having a wonderful conversation with our copywriter the other day, and she has been taking an entire course uh, with which went, you know, through one of the agencies that she's working with, how she as a copywriter can use it as a tool and really harness it and leverage it to not only put out more content, um, but to also make her uh, position so much more streamlined and, you know, obviously producing large amounts of quality content in a shorter period of time. So, AI. Yeah, well, I think the, the big thing that I want to finish with before we end today is, you know, AI is something that that's here to stay. Um, Nancy and I were actually, I sent her a, a reel the other day of this uh, this machine that was playing Stairway to Heaven. Oh, it um, made me sad. I'm like, no. <laughs> so so a, a, there's going to be automation. There's going to be artificial intelligence for everything right now. It's here. It's here to stay, and it's going to advance. But here's the big thing. Um, AI is a tool. It's not, you know, yes, some things will be replaced. But the funny thing is that the one thing that we hear from people consistently is that when it comes to content, they they struggle with, you know, what questions do I ask my audience? What topics should I talk about? And Nancy and I are, are big believers in utilizing tools to further knowledge that's inside of us that can be pulled out and then spread to our audiences. So if there's resistance around artificial intelligence or things like chat GPT, that's completely normal. I think Nancy and I, uh, with everything that's being out there, uh, and and people are utilizing. There's things that we resisted that we finally kind of gave into and say, you know what, this is actually pretty cool. And I don't think Nancy and I ever resisted ChatGPT, but we're actually understanding the power of it now. Nancy will tell you, someone like myself, I can come up with topics left and right, you know, up 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 and down. I don't need ChatGPT, but I still use it just for some ideas because I I always like to get that what what I call the passenger side perspective. So I like getting data and market research. So asking chat GPT specific questions that might be viable or um, content worthy of putting out to my audience that could help me shape some future content that has my own opinion and thoughts and feelings around a prompt that chat GPT gave me uh, is so important because you'll, you're, you're never ever going to run out of content. If you just do some market research and that's what we teach, that's what we encourage people to use chat GPT for, we call it the content sandwich, right? So you have the bread of the sandwich and then you have the meat in the middle. So if you can utilize chat GPT as the bread for your sandwich and you bring the meat of it uh, in your own voice, your own knowledge, your own thoughts, your own feelings, you're you're utilizing a tool like ChatGPT the right way. So we just really wanted to to come on here today to really uh, bring some clarity around these things that we know we've been feeling, but we know you've been feeling too, and understanding that, yes, it is possible to make six figures in six weeks, six days, six months, six years, but there are certain aspects of that business that needs to be put in place to make that happen. 
uh, but also understanding how important it is to stay in that valley of focus. And what I'll finish with on that topic is this. There is no determination of how much time you need to stay in that valley. You know, Nancy and I are still in the valley of focus uh, after six years. Be. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're not going to leave because what has made our business fruitful is staying in our lane, staying in that valley of focus and continuing to rinse, wash and repeat you know, go back, look at our KPIs, see what's working, see what's not working. And yeah, we, we are creating new programs, but they're always correlated to what we're doing right now. So again, understanding that that, that value of focus is not a temporary position you're going to be in. It's a permanent position you're going to be in because that is where things happen when your business grows. And obviously the third thing, you know, just give, give AI a chance. You know, just give ChatGPT a chance, have fun with it, do some market research, you know, leverage the power of it because it's going to help you create better content. So um, we just wanted to finish with that. And, and as always, as we stated in the beginning of this episode, don't forget uh, in three short weeks, we are going to be beginning um, our five-day amateur to expert LinkedIn five-day workshop. Um, it starts on Monday, April 24th, and runs through that entire week until Saturday when we're doing some Q&A, but we're also going to be doing a chat GPT training in correlation to content for LinkedIn, so you don't want to miss that. So please do check the description of both of our episodes so you guys can register. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your day. We hope you enjoyed it. Love and gratitude, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterin.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you everyone for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.